This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, the 5th of July. In your Squiz today, Meta takes on Twitter. The RBA goes steady, a massive strike from Israel, and how to get an extra weekend. This is your Squiz Today. The tech world was abuzz yesterday as reporters began seeing a Twitter-like product called Threads turn up in the app stores. It is Meta's new social platform, and it is a huge challenge to Elon Musk. Yeah, Musk, of course, acquired Twitter for US $44 billion in October last year. Mm. He's made a series of changes to Twitter. Many of those haven't been very popular, but the site has also faced reliability and safety issues since uh, Musk fired more than 75% of its staff. And Mm. since Musk's takeover, there's been all sorts of views from users about how Musk is managing Twitter and many have turned to other sites like Mastodon, there's Blue Sky and there's a product called Substacks Notes. Mm. Uh, If you haven't heard of those, it's probably because they don't have the might or the money of a company like Meta Mm. and that's why this is a pretty significant development. Yes, and as news started to spread a couple of weeks ago of this new app from Meta, Musk's response, it was twofold. First, he highlighted Meta's dominance, saying, quote, I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options. Zuck, of course, is the CEO of Meta, Mark Zuckerberg. And then, secondly, Musk made an offhand remark about doing a cage match against Zuckerberg. Yep, that did happen. (laughs) Uh, The only thing I'll say about that is that neither side has ruled out actually going head-to-head in that cage match, Mm. but we'll move on. (laughs) Um, On a serious note, social media, of course, plays such a big part in the way we get our news and information. And we've talked a lot in recent times about how it can affect elections Mm. uh, and how it can be used by bad actors to spread mis- and disinformation. So who's doing what in the industry is important. It sure is. And speaking of significant moves, reports say that TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is getting into book publishing. That has traditional book publishers concerned because they're worried that ByteDance could favour its own books to go viral on TikTok. That platform has been huge for the publishing industry. There are a hundred authors with large, they call it book talk followings, and they received $760 million in sales in 2022 from promotion on the platform. Claire, we should have made a bet yesterday. I didn't think the RBA would raise rates and you thought that it would raise rates. And in the end, they kept the cash rate unchanged at 4.1%. Look, and I would have been happy to hand over that $1 bet that we would have made, but uh, certainly economists yesterday were split on what was going to happen, just like we were. Mm. Um, On one hand, of course, inflation figures from last month were lower than expected, but there was data showing that spending on housing uh, and also in the retail sector was higher 
than the Reserve Bank had hoped for, uh, but the Reserve Bank said that it took into account the painful squeeze, that's the quote, mm. uh, on households that's been caused by the previous rate rises and it's decided to keep rates on hold for now. Uh, the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe said that the central bank is waiting to assess the economy and he also flagged further rises. He says that might be required in future months. And that would be an issue, of course, for the 28.8% of mortgage holders who are at risk of mortgage stress, according to a new Roy Morgan report that we saw yesterday. That is the highest rate of mortgage stress in Australia in 15 years. Claire, we're seeing fresh turmoil in Israel after the Israeli army launched a major military strike inside a Palestinian refugee camp to target what they call the terrorist infrastructure of Palestinian militia groups. Yeah, there was a drone strike that hit targets in the Janine refugee camp mm. in the West Bank, uh, followed by hundreds, if not more than a 1,000 Israeli troops deploying to the area. Mm. Uh, this is a really complicated situation in Israel, and to properly understand it, you have to go back decades and remember that both the Arab population and the Jewish population claimed the land as an ancestral homeland. Mm. Uh, not to mention the religious significance of Jerusalem uh, to both Muslims and to Jews. So tensions have been escalating there, uh, including recently where Israel and militant Palestinian groups have gone head-to-head in the last year. Uh, Reports say that this year is on track to be the deadliest in the region since 2005. We have also heard that yesterday's strikes against the Palestinians are the largest in almost two decades. From here, Claire, the main concern is that the fighting between the Palestinian militias and the Israeli army could spiral into sustained fighting. And if you want to know more about this story, we have done a Squish Shortcut so you can hear more of the backstory. Find it in the Squish Shortcuts feed. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more. A sports story we've been following is the developing understanding of how concussions can lead to brain disease and depression among former athletes. Yesterday, we heard that the former AFLW player Heather Anderson was posthumously diagnosed with chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE. Yeah, it's the condition that uh, sadly can only be diagnosed after death. Mm. Uh, Anderson played eight games for the Adelaide Crows and she sustained several head knocks during her career. That included one confirmed case of concussion. And last year, Anderson took her own life. She was just 28 years old. Uh, Her family donated her brain to the Australian Sports Brain Bank for research and yesterday Professor Michael Buckland from that brain bank said that he had found injuries to her brain that was consistent with low-stage CTE um, that was no different to the dozens of male cases that he'd seen. 
Almost a million women and girls play some form of contact sport in Australia, and some researchers say they face double the risk of concussion and developing brain injuries. And, of course, if this story has raised any issues for you, the number for Lifeline is 13 11 14. They call it the Irish goodbye, Claire. It's when you leave a party without saying goodbye to anybody. You just zoot. (laughs) And the Time Management Institute at UNSW reckons it could save people a full two days per year. Yep, on the odd occasion that I do go out of my apartment. (laughs) In the evenings, I do, I'm a master at the (laughs) Irish goodbye. Um, It's a whole weekend, as you say, two days per year that you can get by deploying that that method. Mm. Um, the Time Management Institute says that it takes an average of 45 minutes to say goodbye when you're leaving a party. And with Aussies attending an average of 25 parties a year, that blows me away as well. <laughs> um, that time saying goodbye adds up to about 18 hours and 45 minutes just trying to get out the door. Or, Claire, you could never leave your apartment ever (laughs) and save that time going to all those 25 parties. (laughs) Maybe go to one or two. I don't know about not going to any. One or two is okay. (laughs) Squiz the day, Claire. Linda Burney is at the National Press Club today. She is the Federal Minister for Indigenous Australians. And I heard on Saturday Squiz how much you are looking forward to the Wham! documentary, which is also out today. Yeah, exactly. I am really looking forward to that. That's on (laughs) Netflix. Can't get enough Wham! content. So I'm in for that. I might even have to take a bit of a sickie, I reckon, (laughs) Alex, maybe. We'll see how we go. Well, you've blown your cover now, Claire. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month, and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at Squiz Kids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women, and together, honour their legacies. <laughs>